Hello, Lose Weight with Macros family. Welcome to a brand new episode. And if you're new here, girl, you in for a treat. And if you're the husband of a wife that you are just desperately trying to encourage, then I welcome you here. My audience is women, but I understand there are some men who actually try to listen to this to help their wives. You are all welcome here. And today's episode, we're talking about, yes, you can have a healthy relationship with food and still lose fat. Now, I know that sounds a little bit like Yes, you can. If that's what you're hearing, I'm all for it. Let's pull up a chair, bring your tea, your coffee, your alcoholic beverage, if that's what you've got. But let's get into today's episode because it's going to be a juicy one. Hello, Lose Weight with Macros, the basics podcast family. I'm your host, Verona. And if you're new here, welcome to the show. I'm a nutrition coach who believes in the power of real life tools to create healthy habits. I help busy women like you get rid of the stress and emotional eating that keeps you from creating resilient lifelong habits that quite frankly you can trust instead of giving you another boring diet or workout plan or bland salad and tell you just to eat a whole heap of salad leaves while your family chow down on your favorite meals in the corner and you are regretfully eating that bowl of dry salad i'ma help you learn how to use macros to lose fat keep it off and rebuild that confidence that diets often strip us of that insecurity that fear that no longer feeling confident in our bodies that we know we need to get rid of Friends, if this sounds like your cup of tea, grab your tea, your coffee, and your notepad and pen, because today's episode, friends, is going to be a juicy one. So, my friends, let me ask you a question. Do you actually believe that you can have a healthy relationship with food and still lose weight? Now, I didn't because I had been fat for my whole dying life. But I never believed that I could lose weight. All I could see when I looked in the mirror, I was blimmin' fat. I was fat, fed up and frustrated. Colleagues at work were taking the mickey out of me. Literally, it felt like I was being bullied all over again. Don't you realise bullies tend to bully you based on the insecurities that they have about themselves? So if that insecurity, they can highlight it, these narcissists and toxic traits of everybody, if they can highlight their insecurity in someone else, oh, they're going to have a field day with it. And that's what happened to me in 2014, almost 10 years ago. And I remember it like it was just yesterday. Somebody requested me to sing in an event. Now, if you know me, you know, especially that year, those times, I was worse than I am now. So I had no confidence. I had insecurities. I was my heaviest I ever was. Weighing myself on the scale? Absolutely not. Looking at my reflection in the mirror? Hell no. So I would always live in baggy clothes, oversized clothes and also black clothes because I was told black would make me slimmer, white makes you look bigger. And that kind of still has the truth to it today. So I would avoid any colours that made me look like, especially yellow. And ironically now, that's my favourite colour, mustard. If I wore it back then, I would look like Big Bird from Sesame Street. No word of a lie. That's how I described myself. So I was working now in a team and I'm telling you, this woman was literally gunning for me. I don't know why. So she one minute she'd pretend, oh, hiya, how are you? Did you have a nice weekend? She would be like that for me. And then, so stupidly to me, I went and told her I'd been asked to sing an event. Now, the event was a 50s theme. So I dressed like a bigger version of Billie Holiday. So I had the 50s pearls. I had a flower in my hair. I looked really good. Don't ask me for the pictures because those are burnt and deleted. So I literally went now. I was absolutely bricking it because being an introvert, being overweight, being the biggest I've ever been, constantly calling myself fat, 
zero confidence, full of insecurities. Everybody is going to be looking at me. And in my head, what I was saying is people are going to be calling me fat. Look at you. Why are you singing? You can't sing. You fat this, you fat that. Of course, they're going to be looking at me because at that moment in time in the show, I'm the feature of the show. But when we're set up insecurities, we don't make sense of that. We just feed ourselves these lies over and over and over again. So you get my point. That's when I got to this. So the weekend before, so it was a Friday now, and I told my colleagues, as you do, your colleague asks you what you're doing over the weekend. You kind of tell them what you're doing over the weekend because they've asked you a question, right? So I told them everything. And so now they were excited to see and hear when I came back on the Monday. So I happened to tell them, oh, it went really well. In fact, it actually went really well, though I was scared, though I got changed between three and five times in the night. Every time somebody in the house would tell me you look nice, I went and took the outfit off and then made sure that I didn't look nice in an outfit. This is what insecurity does to you when you're not happy with the way that you look. So to the end of the story now, the weekend is gone. The event has happened. I breathe a breath of fresh air. Thank goodness for that. That is over. But then I get into the office on the Monday and they're like, oh my gosh, how was it? Tell me, tell me, tell me. With enthusiasm, you know, they looked like they were excited. They looked like they were for me. You know, this kind of people that be like, yes, girl, tell me about it. She was one of those. However, she was also somebody who was about the same size or even bigger than I was. So this is what she did. She goes, did you take any pictures? So I said, yeah, 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 I did take some pictures, took out my phone, thankfully back in 2014. Even though I didn't have a fancy phone then that I do now, it was still able to take pictures. So I took a picture of me in the mirror. So I took a headshot, always used to take a headshot, never would you see a full on shot. So it's someone else that must have took the picture of the event and then sent it to me. I decided to show her that photo. You know what she did? She took my phone and cackled like a witch. I'm not going to do the sound, but you know the sound. If you imagine it's Halloween season and you hear that shriekingly, that ear piercing shrieking sound where she just cackles and laughs. And she laughed so loud that it attracted the attention of other people in the office. So she decided to tell me why she found it so hilarious to look at my photo. She actually started to say, you know who you look like? You look like, what's his name? In that big mama's house, you look like you've got on a fat suit. And so what she ended up doing, she started laughing so much as if I just told her the funniest joke in the world. She went and passed it on to her colleague, who then created another crowd and my phone started to circle around to everybody else. How would you feel if you were just humiliated in front of the colleagues that you see on a day-to-day basis by a colleague that actually proposed to be your friend? One, I wanted to pick up something and dash it in her head. And two, I wanted to tell her about herself and be like, no, love, you need to go and lose weight. But I wasn't confident to do that. And two, I don't condone violence. Being insecure, I didn't do anything. But I tell you what that did make me do. It actually then forced me to fix up. And there was a personal trainer who actually worked with me. And I said, I didn't like the way that she did that. The fact that she's overweight herself, even more overweight than I am. And she tried to humiliate me. Why? I would never have an answer for people who have this. All I can put it down to is, they're not happy. And so they want to make other people's lives miserable. And learning in that experience, how then can I learn to have a healthy relationship with food? Because what it did for me is make a drastic change. And I signed up with that personal trainer there and then. Only lasted a few weeks because he gave me drastic experiences. If you want to lose fat, you've got to cut out carbs, you've got to do this. And it worked for a period of time. I started to see change. But I couldn't sustain that habit because I was hungry. The more exercise I was doing, the more energy I was expending, the more my body is now expecting me to fill it with the right nutrients to maintain the activity that I was doing. I didn't know that. I wasn't taught that. All I know I needed 
is I did not like being humiliated by a bunch of adults that were supposed to be my colleagues in public. It just took me back to childhood memories that were no fun. And if you've been bullied, you know that is no fun. So I did what I've always done to keep me overweight is I went back to food. When I was stressed, when I was angry, lonely, sad, I went to food. Lo and behold, that increased and then the cycle continued to happen. But I was actually making change for a sustainable period of time till I said, you know what, I actually want some carbs. I actually want some simple carbs. But that didn't stop there. It didn't stop there with the diet mentality. It didn't stop with the emotional eating. It didn't stop with the stress eating. It didn't stop with the yo-yo eating. It continued and spiraled from 2014 for years later. So how does this all tie into how can you have a healthy relationship with food and still lose weight? Firstly, you're starting slow. Now, given the story that I just gave, I didn't want to start slow. If someone come and told me, yeah, start slow. But if you check back in my story, what actually happened is I got nothing but quick results. It was hard work having to do cardio, having to do strength training. I was so tired and I was tired because I didn't have the right amount of carbohydrates to fuel my workouts. Ironically, becoming a nutrition coach has helped me disarm that myth for other women who are like me and think you need to go to TikTok, even though you're smashing it in your business or your company or wherever you do, you're smashing it in there. But when it comes to your nutrition, you're latching on to quick fixes and things that are helping you in the short term, but not the long term. Because I actually still continued to gain weight to the point where my health dictated to me, no, you need to fix up. So I hear how slow it starts for you is you're not going to hear it. But I'm telling you, if you want to lose fat and keep it off, it has to be done slow. Quick fixes are not going to run. TikTok supplements that taste like doo-doo and make you doo-doo and lose water weight is not the way. By all means, if that's what you want to continue to do, I can't stop you. However, you're starting slow because what you're focusing on is not trying to change everything at once. Because you're comfortable right now in your eating habits. You might not like it, but you're comfortable. And that might be one of those hard pills that we don't like to hear. Number two, don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, help doesn't mean that you are helpless or means you're unable to do things. Help just means that you need the help and support of somebody else who's been there, who's done that, got the t-shirt and is able to maintain it. Do it in a way that you find more energy. Although I had a personal trainer, I had no energy. I was tired all of the time. I was cranky. I was cold because I was doing drastic methods to get drastic results that actually never ended up lasting. I needed the carbs to fuel me. I needed the carbs to help produce glycogen so my muscles could move. Let's not go into adenosine triphosphate, which is ATP, which helps the muscles move and all of that stuff. And it's constantly regenerating our bodies. You need carbohydrates to be able to do that. If you've been told to cut out simple carbohydrates, the cakes, the sweets, listen to that advice. You've still got things like oats, quinoa, sweet potato, chickpea curry with some chicken breast. Listen, carbs are not the enemy. Don't be afraid to ask for help, but make sure the help that you're asking for is the help that you need and is actually backed by science. Number three, give yourself permission to be vulnerable and open up about your struggles. Back then, I would have never told anybody that I was insecure. Mm -mm. I would have just continued to eat myself away from those insecurities. And do you ever realize that when you're stressed, when you're emotional, when you're hormonal, you can escape in a bag of food, chips, whatever it is, insert your favorite food here. You can escape into those. And for that time you're eating it, you feel amazing. The euphoric 
release of endorphins that our brain naturally goes to when we default to go back to that one food. Do you notice it's that one type of food? If you're somebody who's that big bag of chips or popcorn and chocolate together, if you're that person, that's your go-to food for that go-to emotion. But once those endorphins reduce and go back to normal, you feel crap, right? You feel absolute rubbish to the point where you're like, you're constantly eating or going to find something else to always be in that slow state of euphoria to your body to release those endorphins. But those endorphins are only temporary because once that happens, you know, you still got to deal with that ish that you are trying to run from. And then it just comes back with a vengeance. And now you're feeling guilty and you're like, how will I ever? Then that opens the door to somebody else saying, you know what helped me? Coffee and lemon. Nonsense. What nonsense is that? Oh, this. Remember, they don't tell you. People can edit their videos to make it look everything they want to. Number four, another one that we don't like, trust the process. Number five, take it one day at a time. Be consistent and patient. Number six, changing habits takes time, especially if you've been eating the same way for years or decades. You cannot expect a TikTok supplement or yellow containers promising to quote you to lose fat in 21 days. What fat are you losing in 21 days if you've been struggling to eat this way for years? Girl, listen, let me fix up my chair because I'm about to call out some nonsense because the marketing departments for some of these supplement companies, they are rife. The more that you spend on them, the bigger that their marketing budget gets. And don't worry, it got me. The pretty little colors. Yeah, you can see the little slim things that is advertising those beautiful containers. I don't really need to mention names. You can go and listen to episode 109, 10 and 11 to talk about the supplement companies here. And you can see the people that are promoting it saying, join my team and do this and do that. They paint a picture for you. But how they get there is restrictive moves. Like I said, if you want to do that, go ahead. I cannot stop anybody that wants to go and do it. No matter how many episodes I do on this, no matter how long I rant, I am not going to be able to stop anyone from going to do it. All I can is empower you with the knowledge. It's you that makes a choice to be able to, whether you're going to accept it or not, whether you're going to listen to it, because we want to listen to the things that we want. We never really want to hear the things that we know we need to that are good for us. In wrapping up with this episode, we've talked about starting slowly. Don't try and change everything at once. Yes, it is going to be a challenge, but this is one of the things that we can do. The next one is find a coach who is the expert in this area. Now, expert is a loose word, but meaning who's ahead of you than you are. The coach that's in the position where you're trying to get, meaning they've maintained fat loss and they know how to maintain it and they know how to navigate it. They know how to navigate the nutrition. They've got energy for days. They're not restricting themselves. Their confidence is restored. Their confidence is built up. They are feeling confident naked and in clothes. Their clothes are not digging into their body anymore. People are not asking them ridiculous questions like, oh my gosh, when's the baby due? When it's just a car baby or a fat or just adipose tissue. Nobody is asking them that because they know that they have upped their A game. Why? Because they've asked for help. They've started slowly, although they haven't wanted to. They have started slowly. You don't have to ask me for help. You can ask me for help. You can ask any coach that you want to ask. But make sure they have a qualification in what they are teaching you. Some put it on their website, some don't. I've put it on my website where I got my qualification from and the qualifications that I have in order to qualify myself to teach you what the things that I'm teaching you. They don't necessarily need to be because in when it comes to nutrition, nobody is going to be the font of all knowledge because research and science is always changing. Unless you read every research paper or you're on the research paper committee, you're not going to know everything. But what you are going to be is 
super knowledgeable and actionable in the area that you teach, which for me is macronutrients, tracking it on and off. So being able to track it, being able to coach you, being able to track your nutrition and teach you about how you can do this and still lose weight. Now, get a coach that you feel comfortable with, you feel confident with, that you can trust, that you can relate to. Not every coach has to go and plaster their abs on Instagram and be like, hey, this is me before, this is me now. That's why you tend to see my face only. If these things before and after photos matter to you, then knock yourself out with all of the people that post before and afters. But no, that doesn't tell you the whole story. It just tells you what they look like at that point, And it tells you what they look like now. They don't tell you the journey. It does not tell you all of those things. But find a coach that you can get on with. If you're somebody who is like, oh, I quite like this. <laughs> this is interesting. You've made me laugh. You've made me think. You've made me ponder. Um, I love your accent. How do I work with you? So you can go to the website and there are free options that you can use. Custom macros, which is me creating your custom macro numbers for you, as opposed to a calculator that only takes in a specific set of information that you give them, your name, your age, your height, your weight, that's it. But if you're somebody who wants to actually calculate your macros to you in terms of fitting in with your lifestyle. So for example, that could be like, Verona, I am busy. I haven't got time to cook. Our children, we eat takeouts every day. How can macros help me feed my family healthily? So that's what we're taking into consideration when it's customized numbers. We're not doing it for your family. We're doing it for you. But if your family want to eat and come on board with the way that you're eating and they're seeing the foods that you eat, believe me, that's better than you trying to force them to eat bland salad because that's not going to work. Ain't nobody going to do that. I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. Why are you trying to do it yourself? Why are you trying to eat bland salad when you know you despise bland salad? And even if you do eat bland salad, come three o'clock in the morning while everyone is asleep, you wake up and you check that everybody's asleep, you're in the fridge. You hide the wrappers so nobody can find the evidence and then you've already got a secret stash so you can replenish it back to what it was. Say, for example, you had 10 bags of Reese's Buttercups. You had a bag of, you know, those mini size M&Ms? You had those, a certain set of numbers. You would then go and replenish another bag and then you would replace the ones that you've eaten out of the fridge because you prefer the chocolate cold. Then you would replenish with the ones that you secretly bought. We don't need to be doing this. Instead of doing all of that, hiding it, let's actually learn, wait, how can I do that? And one of the ways that you can do that is by finding a macros coach to help you do that, which means taking into consideration that you can eat these things and have a healthy relationship with food. Will it take 24 hours? Nope. Will it take 12 weeks? Absolutely not. Will it take 90 days? No. You can make a difference and a change in that time frame. That's why when it comes to coaching, I no longer offer 12 weeks of coaching. I offer six months. And this ain't for everybody. This ain't the coaching for everybody. Because you see what I talked about in today's episode? That's what we're talking about. So in wrapping up, because today's episode has been a long one. Yes, you can have a healthy relationship with food and still lose weight. Now, how I teach you to be able to do that is one, the mindset. In order for you to have a healthy relationship with food, we first have to dig into what your relationship with food is currently and why is it the way that it is. Now, I will put a caveat here as we come to an end. Not everybody has a traumatic experience around nutrition. Like some people like to think. I had to have and correct some people recently saying, yes, some people do have traumatic experiences like myself by dealing with rejection, but not everybody. That would be a little bit judgmental to paste everyone in the same brush. Some people just don't know when to stop. They'll need to relearn how to navigate those cues when your body is full. Some of us already know that. We already know when we're full up, but it's got to the point where we've just got into a habit where we're constantly doing the same behaviors. So it's become ingrained. We're changing that. I'm not your therapist, so it's not therapy, but we're identifying it 
and giving you strategies so you can work on that. So when you're coming, come with the realistic expectation that you're going to get challenged on that thing hard. So whereas you're used to quitting or giving up when those challenges come, we're now focusing on how can you overcome those challenges and those struggles so that your focus is now building a healthy relationship with food and yourself first. That's first and foremost how we do that. And so how we focus on enjoying the favorite foods and still losing fat, not just weight, we're specifically losing fat. That's why we focus on the fat loss, which is a separate thing to -to one-to-one coaching. It's the eight-week group coaching program for 20 women. So 20 women at the end of February will come together and we will do this together. So we're specifically focusing on fat loss and the hindrances that stop us from sustaining fat loss long-term. And that is eight weeks for those who don't want to commit to the one-to-one accountability. I don't take it personally. I don't. Everybody is at different spaces and places. But you absolutely can have a healthy relationship with food. And I'm your coach to help you to be able to find ways that are realistic for you and your family. So we're tackling things about making sure that you're getting enough sleep, you're managing your stress because stress is high for many people. And we're focusing on how we're tracking your food. Yes, when it comes to macronutrients, there is an involvement of tracking your food to promote accountability. So you are actually aware of what you do, what food you turn to when you're feeling like this. If you're wanting to build a healthy relationship with food and still lose fat, we've got to go in and then we've got to learn to repeat those behaviors that are working rather than repeating the behaviors that aren't working and keeping us stuck in the same cycle. And that, my friends, is the end of today's episode. I can't wait to catch you on the next one. Friends, we've come through to the end of today's episode. I hope you learned something valuable from today's episode and can put it right into practice now that the episode has ended. If you found value in this episode, do share it with somebody else who can also benefit from today's episode. My friends, don't forget to download your freebies over on the website via nutritioncoaching.co.uk and also be in with a chance of coming live on air with me to get yourself some free coach fridays by leaving your question over on the brand new podcast page va nutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast is where you can leave me a question and i'll answer it over here on one of the episodes and that's all we got time for friends i can't wait to catch you in the next episode